0: Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Hey guys, welcome to another bonus episode of the Blessed and Up podcast. This is our midweek episode to help you get over the hump and continue to grow your faith in business. If you have not, go ahead and pre-order my business meeting with God devotional. We also have a 10 day challenge where I'm going to hold you accountable Going to hold you accountable for 10 days straight, seeking God on behalf of your business. We are finally merging our faith in our business life once and for all. I'm going to put the link to the website in the description. All the information is going to be there for the challenge, how to pre-order. I'm also going to put a number there that you can text BLESSED to, to get a 20% off code. Um, But so check the show notes for all of that good stuff. I want to hop right in to today's episode. So today I want to address a question that I got on Instagram. I had posted the other day, uh, one of those little boxes, y'all know we could post on Instagram to get questions and I'm going to go live on my Instagram. But one of those, uh, the questions I wanted to bring here to the podcast, and I wanted to bring it here because I feel like this is a space that many of us get into as we're on this faith journey. And so the question was, how do I keep my faith when I don't have support? And this is real because support matters. We want to feel supported in the things that that we're doing because it makes us feel like we're not crazy. It makes us feel like we're seen. It makes us feel like we're not in this by ourselves. And I wanted to address this one because sometimes you may be in a season where your support is not coming in the way that you're used to it coming. So your support may not be your family and friends because they may not get this life that you're trying to live. They may not get what it means or why it's important to truly live a life that's led by God, they may not get entrepreneurship. They're like, what? Why don't you just get a good government job? That's huge here in the DC area. A lot of people, most people here work for the government and they move up that pay grade within the government that's pretty standard. So if you're somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur, start something, especially something that people don't understand, you can feel like you're not supported. You may, all your friends may have gone to college and God didn't call you to go to college or he pulled you out of college. Like, there, I believe that there are always going to be seasons where you're in a different space from those that you have traditionally uh, grown up with or maneuvered through life with. I know that really hit me after I graduated undergrad, because up until that point, I had friends from all through school. I went to school in Baltimore, which is about an hour and a half from where I grew up in PG County, Maryland. And, but I went to school with people that I knew. I met new friends. And so everybody that I had gone through life with and who had been my support system, we were pretty much in the same life phase. But once I left school and I started my own business, and especially when I left my job, things got a little bit different and it got difficult. And I feel like I didn't have the support because I couldn't go out and go to brunch. (laughs) Every week, like we was doing, because I didn't have the money for that. I was trying to pay for my business coach. I didn't have the discretionary income to go to brunch every single weekend, or my friends may go to the club. I don't want to go to the club, and especially when I started getting uh, going back to church and growing my faith and building my relationship with God, I didn't want to do those things anymore. So now, not only did my friends not understand the sacrificial season that I was in financially in order to build my business. They didn't understand now that I didn't want to do a lot of the things that I I used to do anymore. And it was difficult because living that life for God and being an entrepreneur was hard by itself. And so here I was in this season where no no one seemed to understand. And that's part of the reason why I started podcasting initially is because I wanted to find my tribe, my people. I wanted to try to find and build a community of like-minded people that I couldn't find. And uh, so I wanted to bring this particular question to the show because I completely understand and identify with what you're going through. Even now, none of my friends are married. Shout out to my cousin who just got engaged uh, this past weekend, but none of my friends are married. Only one of my friends has a child, which is my godson, but none of my other friends have children. And so I remember my best friend, Will, he called me and was like, it was it was like a Saturday, maybe like 10 o'clock in the morning. He like, hey, me and uh, his girlfriend, he said her name. Like, hey, we're going to the gun range today at like one. You and BJ trying to come. And I was like, bro, do you know I have a kid? <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, you can't get nobody to watch him. Hold on. So you think you're going to call me at 10 a.m. to be somewhere at 12 and you want me to call somebody and ask, can I drop my kid off? I'm like, come on, bro. That don't even make sense. Y'all see my, my PG accent is really coming out right now cause <laughs> I got annoyed all over again by the question, but my friends just, even in this new season, sometimes I'm not going to say I don't feel support, but I do feel isolated or misunderstood in a sense with my core real life group who I've gone through most of my life transitions with, but I do have other friends in other settings who do understand this aspect of my life. But I say all that to say, I understand the feeling that you may have where you're trying to grow in your faith, in your business, as a person, financially, and you feel like you don't have support. And so the person asked specifically about faith. So I want to point you to some people in the Bible that I want you to study because I want you to find community and I want you to find support and I want you to find wisdom straight from the word. So let's pay a bill really quickly and then I'll come back and tell you exactly where to go. This episode is brought to you by Christian Mingle. Are you looking to make meaningful lifelong connections with someone who shares your beliefs? If so, you've got to try Christian Mingle. With over 2,000 Christian singles signing up every day, Christian Mingle is an established and still growing community of practicing singles. Their ability to help members make quality connections is what sets them apart. You can search and filter potential partners on age, distance, type of relationships you're looking for, and also more specific criteria like height, education level, church attendance, whether they have kids or not, etc. This is all to help you find a like-minded partner that fits your criteria and make a real connection with them. Finding true love is one of life's greatest adventures. Let Christian Mingle guide you on this journey and join a community of practicing singles looking for the one. So, discover why so many Christian singles find love at christianmingle.com. That's christianmingle.com. Let's get back to the show. This episode is brought to you by Every Plate. You guys know that I love to cook delicious meals for myself and my family. But sometimes, especially now when things are really busy, it can be a hassle. This is why I enjoy meal kits that make cooking convenient and spice things up in the kitchen. Every plate is a meal kit that delivers right to your door the ingredients to make gourmet meals at just a fraction of the price of other meal kits. I really enjoy getting my box from every plate. I didn't have to think about what we were going to eat. I didn't have to go to the grocery store and I didn't have to pay extra to get groceries delivered. So it was so easy to just get my meals, make something good and not have to think about it. And at first, I can't lie; I was a little skeptical because I thought that meal kits might be super expensive. But now I'm convinced that you can get the same deliciousness that you enjoy at a much lower price. Try Every Plate for just $1.99 per meal, plus an additional 20% off your next two boxes by going to EveryPlate.com and entering code BLESSED199. Again, you can try Every Plate for just $1.99 per meal, plus an additional 20% off your next two boxes by going to everyplate.com and entering code BLESSED199. Let's get back to the show. A misconception that I believe a lot of us get or feel when we're in this season, we feel like we don't have support, is that we're the only ones that have gone through this. (laughs) And it's a lie, that the enemy plants in our head to try to make our situation or our circumstances seem impossible when they're not. And this is why I want to answer this by pointing you to a few places in scripture, because the Bible is our blueprint. There is nothing that we go through today that has not already been worked out previously now the circumstances or the times might be different the culture of those times might be different but the core is the same and so I'm going to tell you where to go in scripture because I want us to get used to going back to the bible now I can't stress The importance enough (laughs) for you guys to have a study Bible because you literally can go to the back of your study Bible, search whatever emotion you're feeling and find so many places in the word that covers that very topic. But for right now, I'm going to give you three. The first place I want you to go in the Bible is, uh, or the first person that I want you to visit is Gideon. Gideon's story can be found in Judges 6 through 8. Now, the reason why I say to study Gideon is because Gideon was in a place where he was living in the consequences of the people of Israel's decision. So they were living in calamity because of the people's rebellion and them not obeying and following God. And so Gideon was in a place where it was desolate. Uh, He felt alone. I mean, when the angel of God actually visited him in this text he was like hiding i forgot what he was doing but he was hiding what he was doing because it was that just dangerous where he was and so if you go to judges 6 15 through 16 this is where the angel of the lord visited gideon and he told him basically that he was about to go to war and that he was going to defeat the midianites and so in uh 15 gideon says pardon me my lord but how can i save israel My clan is the weakest and I'm the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon was in a place here where he felt alone. He didn't have support. Here he was in the midst of just a a desolate season and feeling like God was nowhere near where he was at. And he's supposed to have faith. He's getting told this big assignment that he is about to go defeat the same people that are keeping them uh, oppressed right now, and he's like, "How am I supposed to do that? My tribe is the weakest, and I'm the least in my family, but you want to call me to go and defeat the Midianites like this? One the math ain't mathing. God, like, what's up?" But he had faith. And this is a bonus episode, so we're not going to talk too long, but I want you to visit his story because he is an example of someone who had a calling who needed to have faith even while he was alone, because he had to have enough faith to believe that he can go and and defeat the Midianites, like God said. So go and uh, read the story of Gideon, again, that's in Judges uh, 6 through 8. The next person's story I want you to read is Rahab. So Rahab's story is found in uh, Joshua. Rahab is one of only two women who is mentioned in Hebrews 11 when the great examples of faith are given. Hebrews 11 and 31 actually says it was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. So Rahab was a prostitute. Rahab was also a Canaanite. And so when Joshua sent spies to spy out, this was after the people of Israel wandered through the wilderness. Now they were finally able to, or finally getting ready to enter into the promised land. And so Joshua, who had taken over for Moses, now sent two more spies to go and check out the land. Now Rahab was definitely alone because she decided to have faith in the God of these Uh, of the Israelites. She decided to have faith in the God of these spies who were coming over to scout out the land. She didn't even know God, (laughs) but because her people were so fearful of them, she was like, hold on, there must be something up with this God that they serve. And so she decided to then aid them in their mission to scout out the land. So she was definitely alone because she was in essence, helping the enemy of her people. So she was going against what she was supposed to do. And she even lied to the king, the Canaanite kings who came to her and was like, yo, I heard that them spies from uh, them Israelites came over here and they came to visit you. Are they still here? And she was like, no, they left. I don't know where they went. And she, based, and she was actually hiding them, but she lied to the king. Because she got on board with the spies mission and she went up to them and she said, listen, because I saved you, just promise that me and my family are safe when you take over the land. And I give you this example because Rahab was most definitely alone, but she chose to uh, serve and have faith that God was going to save her. She put her life on the line. She literally put her life on the line for God and faith that he was going to protect her as a result. And he did. And so again, go and read this stories in Joshua, the story of Rahab, R-A-H-A-B. And lastly, I want you to read the story of Elizabeth. Her story can be found in Luke. Elizabeth was also alone and had to keep the faith because she was believing in God for a child. The Bible even says that uh, Elizabeth and her uh, husband, Zechariah, God called them faithful and righteous. And so they were living for God, uh, serving in the temple. All of these things had all of this faith and they they had not seen that their faith in regards to her carrying a child materialized yet. So much so, I mean, at this point they were old and so much so when uh, Zechariah was serving an uh, angel, Gabriel, Uh, came to visit Zachariah and said that uh, Elizabeth was going to get pregnant and give birth to a son. And he was the name of John. And this is referring to John the Baptist. Zachariah didn't even believe him. And the angel muted Zachariah because he was like, you know what? You can't even say nothing because I don't want you to speak ill on what God is going to do. Zachariah then goes and writes Elizabeth a note because he couldn't talk to tell her that she was going to give birth to a son and basically telling her what the angel said. She instantly rejoiced and praised God and thanked him for answering her prayers. So, of course, she ends up giving birth to John the Baptist, which led way for Jesus. And so, this is another story of somebody being alone. And back in these times, you were looked at crazy if you were a woman and you didn't have children. It was not socially acceptable to be old and barren. And that's what she was. So I'm sure that she felt alone as well. Looking at all of these other women who have these full families and here she is being faithful and serving God and he's even counting her righteous. And she still hasn't seen the manifestation and natural of what she's believing in God for. I'm sure she felt alone, but she kept the faith anyway. And God came through. And so I want you to read and visit these stories because I want you to find comfort that even in the midst of you feeling alone, you keep the faith. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so you keep the faith when you feel alone by hearing and hearing the word of God, you have to keep your faith no matter how you feel, because the Bible says that without faith it's impossible to please God. So I want you to remain in a space to where you are in right standing with the Lord and the way that you do that, or one of the ways that you do that is by making sure that you Uh, are a person of faith. And again, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, which is why I'm sending you back to the scripture. So again, read, uh, read up on Gideon, Rahab, and Elizabeth. Thank you guys so much for listening to this bonus episode. I will talk to you later this week.